This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet for up to 500 bucks. Terms and conditions do apply, so go get the details at winnbet.com and download the app today. And we're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. And Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at UnderdogFantasy.com, promo code SGPN, and receive a free $25 entry to use in the Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance to win a million dollars. And, of course, do not forget to go download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store today. All right, welcome back, DJs, for a very quick recap of the 3M, and uh, we're going to do an Olympic preview tonight. And uh, it's myself, uh, Boston Capper, the god of golf, Steve Shermer. Are you excited about the Olympics? You know, I think I am. Uh, we'll talk about the format. We'll talk about maybe uh, if we should care, things we should change. But I think first we got to briefly touch on the 3M. Um yeah, I mean, listen, it, my weekend was all right. I had a bunch of matchups. I had a bunch of top 20s. I live bet a lot of stuff on Thursday and Friday. I had a lot of guys in the mix. I had a 100 to 1 on Hadwin that I bet on Thursday. He was 36 hole leader. Had a 140 to 1 on Armor. I took a little bit on Schwartzel. I took a little bit on McNeely. And uh, yeah, Camp Champ decided to gain a bazillion strokes putting and ruined my weekend with that. So that's okay, though. You know, maybe that's slight loss, but. Yeah, we're fine. Still got the bankroll to go into the Olympics. Yeah, uh, I was uh, not only because I had uh, pre-turning on Vegas. Obviously, he's one of my guys. So the fact that he left two putts on par threes, a total of maybe eight inches short, was fucking heartbreaking. Like, I was very upset about that. And then he had the chance to eagle. I really thought it was going to go. And he did that little dance. And I thought it was going to drop. And I really think if he had dropped that fucking eagle and Champ would have had to make par, like he wasn't going into that. The disaster on 18. Talk about terrible course management. One time in your life you'll get away with that is there. I mean, that was amazing that he even that he made it. But if he had the pressure to have to make par, there's no way he goes up there and stuffs that wedge like he did. No way. Well, not it, after not after that tee shot and the, the chunk into the rough. Like, no, no fucking way. Well, the commentators are making it a big deal. It, it, he knew he was up too, right? Because they were yeah. trying to say like he didn't. Yeah, he and I, well, I think I think he was just deciding on the lie of if he can actually clear the water because then it's just like all right, just I I would much rather if I had a shot to get to the green, I'd rather just get there and then just get up and down for par or whatever. Right. Exactly. Instead of have like a 130 yard wedge shot for my fourth. Right. I mean, a lot of stuff can go wrong there. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. I I feel like if he didn't know he could get away with six, like he would have he he would have tightened up. He definitely right. would have tightened up. Yeah. What, but what he was, might have took that drive and iron off instead of the driver at that point, too. So who fucking knows? Whatever. Yeah. It is what it is. Good for champ. I have no idea how fucking everybody landed on him at 125, 150 to 1. But like, I'd lots well, of tickets on Twitter. I'll, I'll tell you why. There is a group of people who bet him every tournament because his cam champ, he has a high upside. And I, I totally get it. I He does have a very high ceiling. And whenever you hit the ball really far, as far as he does, if he finds a little magic with the putter, he's going to have a good finish. And I mean, if you want to look, he was one of the worst golfers this year. Like I showed you. Oh my gosh. So terrible. Yeah. I think he missed six straight cuts. He finally found a little form at the John Deere where he started to actually putt. Well, that was the first time he gained strokes putting all year at the John Deere. 
And then he led the field putting at the 3M. And he didn't even hit the ball great that way. He was 27th tee degree, and he just had made everything on the sun. So you know what? It is what it is. Um, maybe I should have recognized on Thursday or Friday he kind of had it and just bet it at, I don't know, worst number. But eh, that's all right. It is what it is. Yep. Living, learning. I was even. I was, I was still arguing with uh, Nagels late Saturday night. I was like fucking. I, I was dug in, man. I just. I dig in because I wait for that champ meltdown because I've had money on him before. You know what I mean? And like he just wasn't the same this year. And whatever, man. Fucking. I was wrong. Shocking. Do you know how many messages I woke up to? By the way. Oh, I don't know. At least forty. Eighty-one. <laughs> Eighty-one between you two. Yeah, man. Just arguing about nonsense. Like yeah. I can't even follow what you guys are even arguing right now. <laughs> like you wanted to bet him Vegas straight up. He didn't want to take your money. And then Nagel started quote, quote texting you the following day about all your drunk texts. That's yeah. not very nice, Jeff. No, no, it's not, not nice very nice thing. to take advantage of drunk Boston Capper with his hot takes and then throw it back in his face the next day. That's not very nice. Exactly. I don't troll him with his fucking takes. That's it. <laughs> yeah. At least he kept it private. That's fine. <laughs> all right. Anything else we want to touch on? Um, I no. Know I mean, I mean, second again. Yeah, poor Louis. I think this course was actually harder than the British Open, though. I mean, there's more, more water. <laughs> I, I mean, I'll, I'll give you that. It's more it water. Looks, just because, just because it it's harder difficult. doesn't make it better. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's more, it was a more difficult track. That's all I'm saying. I mean, with the wind up and there more water. Yeah, sure. I will give you that. But harder doesn't make it better. That was actually really. What was that fucking? Was it uh, Saturday? I don't remember. It was Friday or Saturday. It was up too. Yeah, but I think it was Saturday when people just went to die. Like, <laughs> like it was bad. It was fucking, it was awesome. Yeah, well, can you imagine if they were struggling in those conditions, what you and me would do on the, that course? Oh, God, no. That thing is a, that, that course is a disaster. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. I like, complain about the water I play with here. That That's the worst course on tour they play. <laughs> I You cannot persuade me otherwise. All right, fair enough. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, why don't we move on to before we get to Olympics? Mm-hmm. Why don't we do what everybody else is doing? Why don't we talk about the Ryder Cup? Sure. Why don't we get a little status update? We are two months away. Yeah, a little less, right? From the Ryder Cup, yeah. So we probably should just give a little update about where the teams are. We'll get our thoughts and everything. So why don't we start with a uh, good old Team USA? Yeah. So as a reminder, we get six automatic picks and then six captain's picks. So the guys that are in the auto selections right now, you got Kyle Morikawa. He's a lock to get yes. it. Actually, you know what? After I say the name, <clears throat> you tell me if you want them to drop out of the top six or if you're cool with it. Okay. All right, all right, That's what everybody cares about. Your hot takes. Yes, time. exactly. Yeah. All right. Kyle Morikawa. Do you want him on the team? Of course. Okay. Dustin Johnson. Do you want him on the team? Yeah. Bryson DeChambeau. Do you want him on the team? Yes. I agree. He makes a lot of birdies. Yeah. He's he, he's gonna be really good in four ball yeah. at Western Straits. Don't do not put him in foursomes. Uh, who's the captain? Stricker. Yeah, Stricker. Yeah. Stricker won't do yeah. it. That would be stupid. Don't put him in foursomes. Put him in four ball. He's gonna make a lot of birdies. He's gonna be good. Brooks good. You want him on the team? Of course. Okay. Justin Thomas. You want him on the team? Yeah, actually, I actually he's, do. I think he's yeah. pretty good in the team. Yeah, events. I agree. Yeah. He's he's got a good tracker. Xander Shoffley. Do you want him on the team? <laughs> I guess. Okay. Can I say a little something about Xander Shuffle? Am I in the nest right now? Of course you're in the nest, yes. So he was paired with Patrick Cantley, your favorite golfer, uh, <laughs> the President's Cup. And they always want to try and link the two because they're apparently the new team. Uh, I distinctly remember Cantley carrying Xander for yeah. the President's Cup. It's, Xander was not very good. Yeah. And uh, sorry, Jeff Nagels, but that's the truth. 
You want to go back and look at the footage. Xander was pretty bad the first couple of days. Patrick Cantley was actually the one bailing him out. So I'm hoping Xander is actually a little better this time. I think he's going to do pretty well with some straights. That kind of fits his game. I think so. But yeah, I mean, it's it, 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 it he's going to be on the team. Cantley will be his partner. Hopefully he can contribute a little more in the team play. All right. Now it gets interesting. So I'm going to go through your list of candidates. You tell yep. me if it's yes or no for Captain Spade. Jordan Spade, yes or no? Yes, absolutely. Yes. All right. We are up to seven now. Yep. Patrick Reed, yes or absolutely, no? Absolutely, yes. Okay. Harris English, yes or no? No. He's eighth right now in points. Gross. Okay. Goofy I actually, I actually agree with that. Well, I don't want him in. I don't think I want him either. Okay. No. Patrick Cantlay, yes or no? He's tenth in, or ninth in points. I'm sorry, tenth in points. <sighs> yeah, actually. I actually do. Yeah. I, he's a good putter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Daniel Berger, yes or no? He's 11th. No, absolutely not. He's a maybe for me. What do we got? What do we got? Nine now? I mean, well, I mean, well Berger played. Berger finished what? Top 10 of the Open. He finished top 10 of the U.S. Open. Yeah, that's true. Played pretty good. He's a good putter. You, you need a guy like that. All right, Berger, fine. Maybe. All right. 12th is Tony Fee now. This is tough because this form is absolute trash, but he's so long. And I don't think we need the length, though. We got Bryson. We got Brooks. We got DJ. Good, right, Sander. Fine, fine, okay, fine. Take him off. All right. So we've taken off. So we have two spots then. We got two. Yeah, two spots left. Okay. Thirteenth mm. in points. Webb Simpson. Fuck. No. I agree. Although you know what, someone's gonna have to be partners with Bryson. He's the token. <laughs> <guy>. <laughs> no. no. I, my, my, I know. I know who I want to partner with Bryson. Oh, uh, who would that be? Phil. Come on. You Dude, really, I, you really I, want Phil to be on this? I team. do. I do. I absolutely do. Why just, justify it. why? So one, do you do you want to win this event? I do, man. I'm telling you right now. When, listen, he, he can have the blow up holes, but when the money is on the table and that putt needs to be made, or you need, like, I'm telling you, man, like, there's something about it when the money is on the table. Phil's a great. He, he, I'm telling you, I, I I do want Phil on the team. I do. What happened when he d- rope hooked a two iron into the drink 150 yards off the tee in France? What it's, happened there? It happens, dude. I'm just. I mean, there's a lot of money on the line there. Where's where's our where's our veteran? Where's our guy to hold this shit together when uh, shit goes DJ, sideways? Brooks, uh, oh, Spieth. Oh, Brooks Reed. isn't holding anything together. No one's listening to Reed. Fucking Spieth is a quiet as a church mouse. Like no, there is no leadership on the scene. That is what's terrifying. There's none. Like none. Like JT, JT doesn't have Phil can be an assistant. All right, come on. That he's fine. He should not. I guess. All right, fine. I'm telling you, I, I I'd be perfectly fine with it. All it's right, how about how about the? All right, fine. Let's move on. So no web. You want Phil? Let's put Phil on the team then. Fine. Jason Kokrak, you want him on the team? I'd rather one other guy. I don't mind Kokrak, but I'd rather another dude. How about Scotty Scheffler? That's who I want. On. That's who I want to. That's what I want. Yeah. Like his, I, his profile really fits this, this course, like long hitter. Like he get he, he's always great until he double bogeys 16 on Saturday or Sunday. And he still is always right in the mix. Like that's fine for, for like this. Yeah. And I, I want to bring him along cause he's going to be the future of this team. I agree. So I bring him on. Okay. So your team is Morikawa, DJ, DeChambeau, Kepka, JT, Xander, Spieth, Reed, Phil. <laughs> yeah. Phil. Can't lay Burger Scott <laughs> So who would you take instead of Phil? I would probably take honestly Jason Kokrak. All right, fine. I'd be fine dude, with that. Dude, like, dude makes putts. Oh, listen, listen. I just he's, he's got length off the tee. I oh, would man. rather I would rather take Kokrak than Phil at this point. 
I get it. Like, I don't know, man. I just feel like even though Brooks came out and was like, it's a fucking, it's not really a team thing. It's fucking, it's golf and I can deal with anybody for a week. I do feel like there needs to be like an actual veteran present. And that's fine. If he's going to be the assistant, fine. But that's one thing for them to listen to him as an assistant. It's another thing for him to go out there and make some fucking fill shots to fucking win some holes. You know what I mean? Like, I, well, I think Bogart is versatile too. You can put him in foursome. You can put him in four because he's a good potter. You can have him in alternate shot because he's long off the box. He makes a lot of birdies. Phil, I Phil's just a waste of space. I'm sorry. I mean, Jesus, man. I think I think that he's gone too far with you and Phil. Did you? Did, like, no, I I love Phil. I care a lot about this Ryder Cup team, and I don't want any. You root for guys. Team Europe. Get to that in a second. <laughs> All right. Why don't we talk about Team Europe then? All right, fine. So let's just go through another list. Of yeah. the nine guys, and you want to—I want you to just admit, okay. be truthful. Do you yeah. like him or not? We're in account, okay? okay? John Rom, come on, is that one of your boys? Okay, I but we don't have to talk about you. Yeah, yeah. although it, we'll get to this in the Olympics. Fleetwood's grown on me a little bit, really. But, yeah, well, here's why, though, right? So it's because I stay away and I don't bet him anymore, and I don't have him on DFS. So the hatred. I just hate when everybody gets behind him when he hasn't done anything on U.S. soil. But, like, his social media, he's very proud to go play. Like, he's growing on me a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> what if I told you he's wearing a visor this week? Uh, uh, yeah, whatever, dude. Whatever. <laughs> All right. We'll see how you feel at midnight on Saturday. Ah. <laughs> when you're live betting everybody and you're about 15 gin and tonics deep and you're blowing up the Slack channel with everything like I was covering with the Open Championship in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got the night shift. I got I the, the night shift. shift. There you go. All right, fine. Terrell Hatton, that's one of your boys. Obviously. We're up to two. Matthew Fitzpatrick, how do you feel about him? He's fine. He's not one of my boys, but he's fine. All right, three. Uh, Roy McIlroy. So, he's playing in the Olympics under the Irish flag. Uh, no, it's just the European flag. Yeah, I know, but I'm telling you, like, because he's doing that. Oh, uh, okay. Back on you. That's your boy. That's okay, fine. He's playing, he's playing for the right left. island. It's not four. We'll give you three. Fitzy's three, fine. He's a wash. Three and a half. Here's another full one. Victor Halvin, you like him? Yes, absolutely. Four and a half. Paul Casey. No, I hate Paul Casey. All right. Lee Westwood. I like Lee Westwood. All right. Five and a half. Shane Lowry. Come on, you don't like Lowry. Do you like six and a half of the top nine guys? That's more than you like on Team USA. <laughs> is it? No. Yeah. You like Morikawa. You like DJ. Yeah. You're tolerant of Brooks. Tolerant of Brooks. Yeah. JT's a stretch if you like him. A str- fine. That's fine. He's you a half. Don't, he's a half. Don't like, he's a half. don't like Xander. I don't like Xander. But, well, here's the deal. But it's not like I don't like Xander. Like, I just, it's, it's like when people get behind Something that is not like his numbers are always too short. There's no reason logically for it. So I just immediately oppose it. Xander's probably a very nice dude. I don't hate anything he does on the course. It's it's kind of like Peyton Manning. And you Peyton hate Manning, Peyton Manning. I hate Peyton Manning fans. They are so bad. Like they had no argument in the world. And all they wanted to do was chirp, 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 chirp. It's the same thing with Xander fans. And Xander fans, it's it's like, listen, take the fucking blinders off for a minute. Analyze what you're actually looking at. And, like, that's what it is. I, I, I don't legitimately have a problem with Xander. It's just the fact that he doesn't win. Why is his number so goddamn short? Why is he always so fucking popular? He, that, that, that's my problem with it. It's, it's the, it's the. 
it's the swell of people. It's not so much Xander. Does that make sense? Can I right, explain fine. that? I'm giving you a half between JT and Xander. That's one half of a person you like. <laughs> so you're up to three and a half. All right, you like Speed. That's four yeah. and a half. You like Reed, five yep. and a half. Yep. You love Phil, six and a half. You hate yep. Cantlay. Hate you Cantlay. don't like Burger. Correct. I like Sky. Fine. You like seven and a half or 12. Okay. All right. And we've only gone through nine guys. So Team no, Europe, we're at six and a half. All right. Fair enough. Now it gets a little rough. The back end of Europe is always a little tough. So yeah. 10th, 11, 12, you got Victor Perez, who is not going to be on the team. Not with the way he's playing. No. No. Uh, big shot Bob McIntyre, who I know you like. Yeah. Scott's All right. Seven and a half to guys you like. Jesus, fuck. Is, is he? Oh, no, man. Sorry. He's 11th, and I think he's going to be on the team. Uh, and then Guido Migliazzi. He's 12th. I Love mean, Guido. listen, uh, uh, the, the Italian Irish rivalry is fine. I do like his energy and I like his fist bump. So okay. I'll, I, give you, I, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you, I like Guido. I don't think he's going to be on the team. I think okay. they're going to end up bringing two veterans. So I think Sergio. they're going to take Sergio. two of Sergio, Poulter, Sergio, or Rose. They should take Poulter and Sergio. Fuck Rose. I agree with that, but I think they're going to take Rose and they're going to take Poulter. They're not taking Sergio. I, I, good, good, listen, good. Let him make the mistake. Listen, Let him make the mistake. I think, of bringing I Rose think they should take Sergio as well. I don't think they're going to. I think they're going to look and be like, all right, Poulter is the fire. We want somebody to get under Bryson's skin or something. And I think Bryson will melt down if he is. I think Patrick Parent is going to be like, Justin Rose is your last stand. Here you oh, go. I don't agree with it, but I think okay. that's what's going to happen. Good, good, good. I hope they do that. I really right. do. How do you so, leave Sergio off a fucking Ryder Cup team? I don't know. Terrible. It's Terrible decision. decision. That's what they do. But I think what about Peters? I thought Peters was up there. Peters is not doing very good. Okay. I, he's, he's like 30th in points. And oh, damn. Okay, never mind. Maybe, maybe if he does something this week, he might climb back in the mix. But no, he's, he's buried. I mean, Thomas Dietrich is higher than the list of Peters. Yeah, Thomas Dietrich is actually good. Yeah. Uh, Matt Wallace like 18th. Bern Wiesberg is up there. I, I think they're going to do... Two veterans and Big Shot Bob. And that's that. actually that's actually not a bad team. Rob, that's, that's a pretty good team. That's Patton, a good team. Fitzpatrick, Rory, Hovland, Casey, Westwood, Lowry, Poulter, Big Shot Bob, and either Rose or Sergio. Yeah, what's the juice for us to win too? It's like minus one, minus one seventy. So that's another question. That's, uh, that's what would lot. it take for you? Or never. To I'll bet matchups. Never. I will never bet Europe to win. I won't. I'm telling you. It's just like I won't bet. I won't like I like if the Yankees were in the World Series, I figure out a prop to do. I would not fucking bet the Yankees to win the World Series. So I there's just can't nothing do it. that there's nothing happened Team USA in order for you to bet Europe. Like what if they just decide we don't want Patrick Reed on the team? That would be fucking retarded. What if they they what if they leave Scotty Scheffler home and they bring like Max? I'm not gonna <sighs> listen. We'll get to that person when we get there. But I don't think there's anything. I, I would literally just like pick my matchups instead of just, you know what I mean? Like I would just bet it that way. And I would put a small, very small bet on the USA and hope that all my matchups came through. Okay. You right. know what I mean? Like, man, you can't put money on Euro. You got to feel dirty. But what's the, what's the plus odds, though? It's like it's plus 140. That's not enough. That's not enough for me to go. You go 12 to 1 for a tie. Ugh, gross. No, Kissing your sister. The uh, no, I will. I'll have a discussion about this when we talk about it in two months about uh, how you can. Well, I don't think there is a justification if you're American to bet right. 
Correct. Or if you're European, to bet the Americans. I don't yeah. think there's justification. You have to bet there's your own not. side. Okay, man. Root for the laundry, baby. All right. Why don't we take a break? All right. Listen, WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. Generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. Get started today, and you'll receive a special offer of up to $500 risk-free sports bets. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. And listen, PropSwap, it's America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Football season is about to kick off, and PropSwap is here to make this your best season ever. With PropSwap, your bet doesn't need to win to make money. It just needs to improve. For example, the Atlanta Falcons are 80-1 to to win the Super Bowl and have the easiest strength of schedules in the league. If you think they'll get off to a hot stat, make that 80-1 to bet before the season and then sell for a big profit after only a couple of weeks. The average seller on PropSwap makes over $500 per month just listing and selling tickets and when making your best remember to go for two make two tickets on the same team so you can sell one for a profit and keep one and leave yourself some skin in the game it's a pretty good goddamn idea uh get started today by going to propswap.com or download the PropSwap app PropSwap is where america buys and sells sports bets all right that's a pretty good that's idea that's a good idea that's a good idea i like that. And, and if you guys heard clicking again i just threw it off my desk I know Steve says something to me before. I had a giant binder, and I'm fidgety, and I smoke cigarettes. And so when I don't smoke cigarettes, I start fidgeting even more. And uh, I was playing with it again, and I just threw it off the desk so I wouldn't do it. So right, sorry, sorry, sorry for the clicking. If, That's if okay. It just gives you a little bit of an idea of what we do during the podcast. You know, <laughs> you know I fiddle with my water bottle. You usually you know, swirl your drink around and uh, sound like you're clicking a pen or something. Yeah. It was, it's just one of those big binders. You know what I'm talking about? back and forth. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. Yeah. yeah, sorry. All right. Well, why don't we talk about right. the Olympics? All so right. but before we get into it, let's talk about the format and just just high level. Yeah. Do you care about this thing at all? No. Like like if gambling didn't exist, you don't care. No, because it's it's no, it it, it doesn't make sense. It's it should be country versus country, not individuals versus individuals. Okay, yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I think there's a gripe about the format. Totally. I mean, the, but this is just more golf for us. Like, yeah, I'm fine with it. Like, whatever. Yeah. But if I couldn't gamble on it, I wouldn't give two shits. Okay. Yeah, I, I think there's definitely some flaws with the format. Like, first of all, why are we doing 72-hole stroke play? Like, just like every other tournament. Like, this is what, what's the difference between this and, like, WGC China? You know? <laughs> it's a top-heavy field with a bunch of internationals we never heard of. And just 72 holes, no cut of that. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it. you're right. I think there should be some sort of team element to it. Yeah. I think it should have been match play. Like, what are we doing? Like, match play is great. Like, I, I have another question. Like, match, actually, play would was, be, match play would be fucking awesome. Yeah, it would be. Like, if you want to do, like, 36-hole, like, stroke play and then just knock out tournament the rest of the way, I think that'd be great. Here, like, here's another thing. Like, and this didn't get resolved in 2016. What happens if someone ties for third? You did you text that to me? Did you I did. I, I was like, yeah, that's a happens. great question. I have no fucking idea what the tiebreaker is. Do they do a sudden death playoff? I mean, I hope it would be between Siwoo and Sungjae, you know, whose career gets saved from the military. God, that would be you need to wake me up at like right. if it's I'll 3 a.m. and there's a wait. sudden but death. I feel like, 
Can I call? Because I don't want to wake up the fortieth parallel. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to wake you up. Uh, I don't want to wake up uh, the Mrs. God of Golf and, I know. Can, uh, in the doghouse. Is, is there some sort of like Amber Alert that you can put on my phone, like wake me up in my sleep? <laughs> I don't know, man. But I'll definitely be up watching it. When you told me the schedule, I was like, "This is perfect for me." I'm a hundred percent. I'm going to now. I wasn't excited until you told me that it goes it, like. It ends at like two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. Like that's my that's my prime time, baby. Like yeah. that's what I'm going. God, you, rest in peace, your bankroll. You were gonna do so many live bets at like eleven thirty at night. There's nothing wrong with that. Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Carl Siwoo Kim plus twenty twenty to one. <laughs> he's gonna come back from six strokes down while he's winning this. I already got my Siwoo bet in. All right, fine. You're gonna double down it then. All right. Well, speaking of him, well, why don't we talk about was in the field? So this has been kind of wrecked by COVID. Already, um, John Rom somehow got COVID again. I don't uh, like. Was it's, it's twice in? It feels like six weeks. It's so. The, when was the memorial? June. Yeah. Like, isn't there like? I'm not a scientist. You're supposed to, so. Yeah. Listen, uh, neither one of us are doctors, but yeah. I feel like they said like when I got COVID, they were like, "You're good for three months. You can't get it again." Yeah, you had that's the what they told immunity. me. Right. That's what they told me. I'm walking around like, bah, 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 bah. like, I can't get it. I got the vaccine, like, whatever. Like, I got it after. But, but before that, I was like, well, I'm still good. I'm still in my three-month window. <laughs> like, I don't know. Clearly, so, that's... Something, something seems fishy about this one. You think yeah. he just withdrew? I don't know. No, you stop it right now, dude. He put out a statement. Like, he's pissed he doesn't get to go. He lost a- almost $2 million from getting withdrawn from COVID, and now he can't go fucking play for the gold? I know. And I and just say... Dude, that's just, it, Like... Like, whatever, take away whatever you want, but that's heartbreaking for anybody, like, especially like an athlete like that. Like, he could have had another huge win on his career, right, with Memorial, and now he doesn't even get to go represent his country in the Olympics. Dude, that's got to be fucking heartbreaking. It's got to be I know. Just so, something doesn't add up with it, but whatever. He's out with COVID. Uh, Bryson's also out with COVID. Uh, not really too upset about that one. Mm, I don't me, really that's good. I'm glad. I, I don't need to see Bryson bomb it all over this place. So, so who's in the field? I mean, the American team is still stacked. We got Morikawa, we got JT, we got Xander, Patrick Reed, who took the place of Bryson. Tough team. That's a good team. Um, it would be a very, it would be a big surprise if one of them doesn't medal. So, um, then you got the highest medal placement for. Uh, what's, what's what do you think the highest? What do you think the highest medal placement is for an American? Oh, gold. You think? You think we're taking home the gold? <laughs> why wouldn't? Why not? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, four of the top six American guys okay. are American. I, I was just asking. So, no, just I asking. think I Morikawa can take home the gold. JT can take home the gold. Xander take home the gold. Reed can take home the gold. No, okay, but of course. Yeah. Uh, I mean, ever all the eyes are on Hideki because he yeah. won here back in 2010. That Asian American yeah. uh, amateur, you know, all the way to Japan's on his shoulders. You know, we'll see how that goes. Rory with the Irish flag. Let's go. Uh, yep, Larry. Uh, you got Hovland, you got Lowry, Casey, answer. About, like, you know, like in DraftKings pricing, like, it's a pretty good field to about $8,500, and then it kind of just poof, drops off. So, I don't know. Well, I, I'm not doing any DraftKings this weekend, I don't think. Uh, anyway, well, we're going to talk about it tomorrow, so you better get prepared. Listen, I'll still do some. When I say I don't do any, that means I'll just All go, right. like, 100%. <laughs> right. Well, why don't we talk about the golf course, though? So where are they actually yeah. playing? So they're playing. Uh, can you pronounce this? Fuck no, I cannot pronounce this. All right, Kasumi Gaseki. Kasumi Gaseki. Kasumi Gaseki. Yep, Kasumi Gaseki. It's a private country club. 
opened in 1929 by C.H. Allison. Allison's like a protege of Alistair McKenzie, of Harry Colt. That doesn't matter because they end up ripping up this place in 2016 and they brought in Tom Fazio, who just you love you love Tom Fazio. (laughs) He does a great job. Of putting together a very vanilla, bland golf course, just no nonsense. Like you want it to be 7,600 yards. You want some bunkers in the fairway. You know, you want some contour greens. You want to earth. You you want a lot of earth moved. You want bulldozers everywhere on your golf course. You know, he's your man. And that's what he did to this place. Basically, they decide they realized that, you know, they wanted to hold it here. It's a really nice maintained golf course, but it wasn't long enough. So he came in and he did what Tom Fazio does best. He brought in a bunch of bulldozers, Add some new tee boxes, rebuild all the greens, uh, add some more fairway bunkers, you know, add some more elevation changes, make it quote unquote more natural, even though it really isn't natural. Um, you know, renovated bunkers around the green. I mean, he basically did the same thing here that what he did at like Quail Hollow or Shadow Creek. Like it just you spare no expense to create this unnatural looking golf course based on what's around it. So, right. but the, but the biggest thing he did was, and I'm going to nerd out to Japanese golf architecture right now. All right. Let's so go. a big staple of J- Japanese golf is the double green system. Do you, are you familiar with the double green system? So, I, yeah, I think so. Only because of two K one and I hit it to the wrong goddamn green. Um, I, I swear to Christ, like, I think I hit the wrong green. I was like, what do you mean? I'm 130 feet from the pin. It's it's right in front of me. It's five feet in front of me. Yeah. You hit it to the winter green. So the summer. Green. <laughs> yeah, and that's what it is. So golf is a big deal in Japan, obviously. I mean, right. I think it's the second biggest golf like economy in the world. As far as like, is it really? Everyone plays it over there. Yeah, it, it it does a killing over there. When do they have time? They work those. They well, that's work the Japanese that's the, to death. That's the thing. Golf is a great way to blow off steam, and they incorporate a lot of business deals on the golf course. Of course, so golf is great for. So golf is very vital to the Japanese economy because you know not just because it promotes good mental health for the employees, but a lot of deals get struck there, and so they want to play as much golf as possible. So what they've done on most traditional Japanese golf courses, they have two greens. They have two small greens, one with a northern uh, like strain of grass that's good in cooler climates, like a bent grass or a poa or something. And then the other one would be more tolerant to hot conditions, like it's a Bermuda or it's a Zoysia. And, you know, it just it's I mean, the temperatures in Tokyo like this week is going to be like it's going to feel like Memphis, basically, in the middle of summer. It's going to be hot, steamy, sticky. But in the winter, it can get down to like, you know, 40, 50 degrees, but they still want to play golf because they appetite for it. So it's like a bent grass green. So Tom Fazio looked at this like, nah, we're not doing that. We're going to create this basically, this is going to be an all American golf course now. So he ended up consolidating both the greens. Uh, they're now bent grass greens. They're cut to a, a tenth of a milliliter, millimeter in, uh, in uh, length. There's actually a video I posted from the History Channel that I actually talked about to the greenskeepers and all they do. Like, like this is a very, well-conditioned golf course like they like they you see guys like plucking like strands of grass like they grow it like in their shed or something just to see how it like how their roots grow uh they're constantly checking the moisture the greens like they're they're purposely cut like all the, the there's a lot of precision with the mowing lines um 
But I bring that up with the greens because their bent grass are going to be about a tenth of a millimeter uh, in length. That's about memorial uh, length. So these are going to be fast greens. And the greens are pretty undulated, too. Uh, the rough and fairways are zoysia. And so that's a grass that kind of like the ball sits up pretty nicely. Yeah, even rough. very nice. Yeah. So uh, it's 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 a lot of good ball strikers tend to do well at zoysia golf courses because it's really easy to get good contact on the ball. And when it's that easy, then you kind of maximize like, all right, like if you're really good at something, their advantage over the field is just more. So, so as far as like this golf course and a past term has played, like I said before, Hideki Matsuyama won the 2010 Asian Pacific amateur. That was before Tom Vazio renovated it. And I think back then it was only 6,900 yards. Now it's about 7,500 yards and they're getting a lot of rain this week. So it's going to play like a typhoon, I think rolled through today. So it's going to play really long. It's going to be a soft golf course. The greens are still going to run fast because just, you know, the greens are just mowed that way. But it's going to be a little bit of a dartboard. It's going to be hard to get a roll out there. So think about, you know, there's a couple places to start, though, as far as what you want to talk about, like with like comps. So you can look at Tom Fazio golf courses. So the ones that are played on the PGA Tour, Quail Hollow is played every year at the Wells Fargo. You had Shadow Creek, which had the CJ Cup last fall. And they had Conway Farms, which is hosted the BMW Championship, I think, for three years, like in 13, 15, and 17. So those are the main uh, the courses. There's also Corrales down in uh, Punta Cana, but, you know, that's that's not really this. No, no, we can never use that in a decent field golf course. No, no, that's no, not no, really no. this. I mean, there's a couple of guys in this field who have played that, but yeah. it's, well, it's, didn't, um, it's different. Didn't, didn't Hovland win there? No, he won Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico. No, and it's it's past Palom, it's coast, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, there's no. wind. No, I wouldn't okay. use it. So while we go through some, like, for Fazio courses, guys have done well there. So obviously, JT won the PGA Championship there in 2017. He has a good history there. Hideki's done well at Quail Hollow. He's got a couple of top tens. He finished, I think, sixth of the PGA Championship at Quail as well. Rory, obviously, is the king of Quail Hollow. He's won there three times. Yep. Uh, Patrick Reed's done well there. Victor Hovland, I think, finished third at Quail this year. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm just looking at the batting board. But I, I'm just going to. I'm going to derail you. I'm sorry. How is Xander the second favorite? <clears throat> well, how? This is this is what I'm talking about. This is why it makes me irritated. We have JT, who is one the players. We have Rory, who just won. Uh, where the fuck did he win? He won Quail, right? Yeah. It was a la- the last one that we called it at. Hideki is a Masters winner. Victor just won at the BMW. Patrick Reed has won previous on that. Like, how is he the second favorite? Oh, maybe they, maybe, maybe they know something you don't. Yeah, what? They, that A bunch of money's going to pour in on Xander, and that's going to even out the rest of their handle when somebody else fucking hits? That's what All right, is. well, he's won. All right, let me try to justify it. I mean, on a per-round basis for Xander, he is second best of everybody in the field over the last 50 rounds. That sounds right. He has won a lot on Bankgrass Greens. He won the WGC China over there. He finished second at Shadow Creek for a Tom Fazio course. I mean, JT's not been playing all that great. Rory struggled at the Open Championship. Hideki had COVID, and he's got a lot of pressure on him. And on a per-round basis, Xander destroys Hideki. Um, Reed is just coming over on a plane. And Hovland, I mean, I like him, but he's never been in contention in a big spot. 
So, yeah, I can see why Xander is second favorite to Morikawa. There, that's the explanation right there. Fine, fine. I don't accept it. I mean, I get it. It just makes no sense. All right. Well, if it makes you feel better, Xander's never done what I call hollow. So there you go. Listen, I just, I just it, once again, it's just a number that it's like, how, why, it, why, why, who is betting that number? Like, that's like when Ron was like, what was he fucking like? He was like fucking six to one, five to one. Like, who the fuck is betting that number? Well, I no didn't one. bet that number, but I bet a different number for uh, catching a book napping. So for what? We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. No, for Xander. Oh, fine. No, I, I caught a better number for they took Ron off the board. Regardless, why don't we want the Shadow Creek? Another Tom Fazio. <laughs> So, like we talked about, Xander finished second at the CJ Cup there last year. Um, you had Joaquin Neiman. He's pretty good on bent grass greens. He finished sixth. You had Cam Smith uh, did very well at the Shadow Creek last year. He finished 11th. Morikawa, Hovland, and JT all finished 12th. So there's some notable finishes at that golf course. If you want to look at Conway Farms, Mark Leishman won there in 2017. Now, this is – I want to like Leishman. Yeah, me too. We both got so burned at the burned, open. but that so should that, I, sh- that that should make us go back to him just out of principle because I don't know. I might try and find a different way of batting him other than the forty to one. Man, some man, some of these uh, some of these metal odds mm-hmm. are just fine. Yeah, we might that might be the better bet. So, anyways, so Conway Farms. So, 2015, Roy finished fourth. Uh, Hideki finished T7 in Conway Farms in 2015. JT finished T13. Now, a lot of guys in the field played Conway Farms. So, I mean, other than Leach, Leachman's really the only notable result there. No. So, but those are, if you want to look at Tom Fazio golf courses, those are the three. Um, you know, and then Tommy Fleetwood actually walked uh, the, the course today. I think golf.com did an interview mm-hmm. with him. And he, he had they tried to ask him about some comments about the golf course. And he could he had trouble coming up with a couple. He threw out a couple of things. So one of the things he's it's very popular to try to compare this with Quo Hollow because Tom Fazio. He said that it wasn't quite as demanding off the tee I wouldn't as well. Well, I mean, I, I, I think I still am going to use quail because of where you got to put the ball off the tee. Like there's not as many bunkers and water as quail, but in order to like where you've got to put the ball in relation to where the green is, like the shapes of the holes, I, I still see a lot of quail in this place. So oh. I'm still going to use that. He mentioned that it's because it's so tree lined. It's a little bit like Harbor Town. I don't what? see. I don't see that. Harbor Town's short. So short. Are, well, it's short and the greens are small. Yeah. And these greens are huge. These greens are big. They're also well above the putting surface. Like at Harbor Town, you can kind of putt everywhere. Um, I, I don't see that. I think he was just looking. Oh, there's a bunch of trees. Oh, it's Harbor Town. One, one he said, though, that I kind of can dig. This place is a lot longer than it, but Spyglass, as far as how the greens are shaped, okay. I can dig that. Like the, the, at Spyglass, the bunkers are really far below the putting surface. Yeah. Now, the greens are a lot smaller. But the back nine of Spyglass kind of reminds me a little bit of this place. The okay. problem is there's only one round played at Spyglass. And right. Be. So I don't know how helpful that's really going to be. Um, you can also look at the grass types. Well, it's bent grass greens. Fast bent grass. There's plenty of them you can choose from. You can use Augusta National. You can use Memorial. You can use a lot of places. You can use 3M if you want. You know, anybody who's good at bent grass, if you want to use that, you can do that. The Zoysia, too. There are some notable golf courses with Zoysia. Yeah, Trinity Forest. 
Um, you had TBC Craig Ranch. That actually is one that has Zoysia and Bentgrass. So that's good. Bell Reeve, I think, is the big one. Who, who won Who won Craig Ranch? I can't remember. Occasionally. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. I think of these, Bell Reeve, the 2018 PGA Championship, and Naren Shino, where they had the Zozo of Japan. Yeah. Those are the two best comps for this place. Naren Shino, because it's a Japanese golf course, that had the double green system. Yeah. But it's very similar, at least from the t- from the above, like the routing and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. Zoysia Fairways and Rough, Bankgrass Greens. That's a great leaderboard to look at. There's a couple guys in this field that played there and played well. Um at that event. And then Bell Reeve as well. Zoysia Fairways and Rough, Bankgrass Greens. And honestly, the holes look very similar as far okay. as like there's it's, you know, long straight away. There's a little bunker over to the right. You got to avoid um, how the greens are set, how the bunkers are set off the greens. Like that's a Bell Reeve is probably a great leaderboard to look at as so far as uh, don't you want you tell the people who to look at? <laughs> well, I mean, JT finished third in okay. at Bell Reeve. Um, I think that's about it for notables. Really, really? Just, J- really just JT. I don't okay. think, I mean, Rory, did, I, I think Rory missed the cut at Bell Reef. I don't think Patrick Reed played very well at Bell Reef. Did we have this discussion that we're done betting Patrick Reed? Are we done betting even in the Olympics? Are we done? Or is that just PGA shit? We'll put, talk about some, We'll put, talk about him tomorrow. There's something I noticed about the golf course that makes me kind of like him this week. Oh, Christ. Great. All right. So, that's right. so right. lastly, why don't we talk about just general betting strategies? All right. Well, listen, before we do that, listen, you got to make sure you head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a free 25 bucks. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at a million dollars. So go download the app today and sign up at underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. And listen, the SGPN app is live at the app store and google play store gives you easy access to all the picks and podcasts on the entire network and don't forget to toss us an app or review and download the sgpn app today yeah listen uh we haven't had a review in a minute so go uh go do that and then listen uh go listen to the rest of the shows man we got football coming up uh college football i know colby's pumping up a bunch of shit uh sean and ryan have a show i feel like every other day you got billy uh killing it with the soccer uh we got a whole fantasy shit now so yeah listen go go listen to the whole network Throw everybody your view, man. Helps everybody. Helps us, uh, you know, keep the content going. So uh, go fucking do it. All right. So I pulled up the Bell Reeve leaderboard. So the only guys who finished in the top 20 in the field this week that were at Bell Reeve were JT, finished T6. Thomas Peters, I forgot. He actually played very well that week. T6. I know. I I know. I saw the little spark in your eye right there. (laughs) And Shane Lowry finished T12. So those are three guys right there. No. I know. So last thing, since we're talking about guys and like where you'd want to bet. Yeah. So I think it's going to be hard pressed for me for gold, the outright, that anyone passed like 40 to one. Like, and and the reason why I say that is it's a couple reasons. First, I look at what happened in 2016 and like this field is a little stronger than the other one. But not by much. I mean, especially because Rom is gone, Bryson's gone. But even in spite of that, do you remember who won the medals that year? Let's quiz you. So who won gold in 2016? Is it Rose? Yep, Rose. He was twelve. He was twelve to one. Okay. Time. Okay. Silver medal. Who won that? Lord, don't remember silver. Who won silver? Henrik Stenson. Stenson. And then four, uh, some... four and a half. Four and a half to one. 
And then bronze. Bronze was uh, what's his nuts from America. Um, <laughs> yes. Why the fuck am I blanking? Probably did not pay his caddy that week. Oh, Kucher. That's right. It's going yes, big. Sure. <laughs> 12, to, 12 to 1. So they're right there. That was three. Yeah, but how strong was that field compared to this field? I think it's about the same strength. Well, I'll verify that before we talk tomorrow. Okay. All right, fine. Regardless, I'm just saying, I don't think you should be anybody past 41. Because, like, all right, let's look at the 50, names. I'll, 50 to 1. 50. Let's only, only because. Only be, oh, because of one guy, right? One guy. You want to reveal who that guy is? Everyone knows who it is. Don't you think everyone's going to bet him anyways? Siwoo? Yes. Because I mean, the military listen. thing. Yeah, yeah but listen, I, I bet him I bet him to fucking medal. I, I don't think I'm betting him to win the gold. But I bet him to medal because, listen, how can you not root for that? Like, you want to talk about, like, an awesome thing to root for? Watching this guy come down the stretch, trying to get a medal so he doesn't have to go in the military? I've been in the military. Listen, Siwoo, please, God, medal. Don't go. <laughs> like, he's going to ruin his career. He has to do two years, whether it's a desk job or whatever. That's derailing his career, like it derails his career. It's fucking ridiculous. Like the same reason with the Naval Academies and uh, like uh, West Point in this country. Like who gives a shit if he's a long snapper? You can find another fucking butter bar lieutenant to fucking go do something. Let that guy go make some money. And once his knee blows out, then make him go fucking serve. Let him make his fucking money. And like it doesn't it's, it's I don't know. It's just maddening to me. It's fucking maddening. All right. So the guys passed 40 to one. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Which 41, I'm looking at Christian Bizet and Mark Leishman. I can see Mark Leishman winning this. I think he has enough win equity. Guys, okay. 45 to 1. Guido, Siwu, Alex Noren, Thomas Peters, Carlos Ortiz, Johnny Vegas. Then we start getting to like real crap. Yeah, no, no, no. no. I, I don't go nuts. No, no, this don't go nuts. Probably no, gonna no, be, no, I agree. And honestly, I think this is probably going to be, as far as like gold bets, I think once you get past, I don't even know if I'm going to do a goal bet. Patrick I Reed, I think that's it. I, I think I might make two goal bets. I'll probably do a, like a handful of medals, and then I'll probably just grind some matchups. Yeah, like, especially if I'm going to be, I be up late and like actually, and they're going to show like probably all the guys that I want to see and I'll be able to see how they play every fucking hole. Like I'm not going to sleep now. Like I was not excited about the Olympics until I realized I was up and I could just pe- pay attention. Okay. Well, I mean, let's, let's put this, let's run through the list. Let's put this test. Your snap reaction. Yeah. Of who's wearing the gold medal. Colin Morikawa. You see it? I can see it, but I'm not betting it. Numbers too short. I, just snap reaction. Would it, can you Could see he win? It? Could he that's win? A, yes. That's all it yes. is. Okay. okay. Yes. Z- Xander Shoffley. No. That's ridiculous, but okay. Justin Thomas. Yes. Hideki. Yes. Rory. Yes. Hovland. Yes. Reed. No. Paul Casey. Um, yes, actually. I don't think so. I think he could. All right. Answer. Good. Answer. No. Oh. Sung Jay. No. Cam Smith. Yes. Corey Connors. No. Gene Min. No. Lowry. Yes. Fleetwood. No. Zane Hoot. No. Leishman. Yes. All right. You you basically narrowed the list to like six guys. Yeah. And probably two of them are just my heart. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so. If not three. <laughs> I, I, I think the moral of the story is if you're looking at like 
like Thomas Dietrich, 125 to one, Sebastian Munoz, 100 to one. Like, I think you need to check what you're doing. Yeah, that's fine. And if anybody, if anybody wants, feel free to inquire. I do take people's action. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so in full disclosure, I grabbed three guys at 14 before Rom got adjusted. Oh, nice. You got Maury. I got Morikawa. I got Xander. I got JT. All right, team Actually, USA. Actually, no, I got Hovland at 14 as well, so I have four. That's probably it for me. Hovland's so still at 14. four guys at Hovland's 14. still at 14. I know. I wasn't happy that he didn't move ever. I didn't care. i join you on that. Okay. So those are clearly not there. I will not be recommending you bet. Work out at six and a half to one. Or all those guys, but... We'll talk about that tomorrow. Listen, yeah, listen. We'll, we'll, we'll get into it with the DFS Ben Show. I mean, in reality, if you like Team USA, we gotta hope we get off to a slow start on fucking Wednesday, I guess. Um, yeah, I, th- I think the last thing I want to say is, yeah, but I mean, well, you got to be up late in order to live bet this thing. That's right. If you like a lot of sleepers, you should do top five or win a medal if those are available. That's those. The odds are still actually pretty good for those. That's probably a better avenue than throw in 80 to one Johnny Vegas money into the fire. Yeah. Fucking Vegas. That's all I got. God, that's all I got too. listen, Ben, listen. uh, So we're going to put out this show. The next night is going to be DFS and betting. And it's going to be what time? 630 on Wednesday, local local time, Eastern Eastern time, Eastern on Wednesday. Eastern time. So uh, it'll be there for your ride. The betting and DFS show will be there for your ride into work uh, on Wednesday. Uh, so listen and uh, we'll break it down and uh, break down some DFS and figure out maybe some, maybe some longer shot weird, maybe some top tens and things like that. Uh, like some Mito Pereira love, maybe. So a guy uh, from Chile. Yeah. Everyone loves Mito Pereira. Yeah. 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 But, and, and Munaf's boy jazz, maybe jazz can come through. Oh, there you go. You know what I mean? Like, let's, uh, it's, I mean, it is kind of funny. Look at somebody like CT pan. Like, I mean, this, this, there's some guys down here that they, they, they could do something. Yeah. No, I mean, for a top 10, I think, yeah. I think going down the board for top tens is perfectly fine for a lot of this crap stuff. I just yeah. like, I like, feel like that's where I'm going to put most of my units this week. I think you should too. And I like I, I think one thing too. I looked at the matchup board. The one thing to be careful about that is if someone gets off to a bad start, like you're probably done with that because there's no incentive at that point. Yeah, like they're not fighting for sponsorship money. Right. None of that stuff. Right. That I, I'm. I typically always do first round matchups. I will do no first round matchups for the Olympics. Oh no, I was just talking about tournament matchups. So I take that back. So same thing. No tournament matchups. No first round matchups. Okay. I, would, uh, I might do I might do first round matchups, but no tournament matchups. Okay, and I don't think there's gonna be uh, shot link data here either. So, yeah, shocking. All right, well, listen, come to the Slack channel, come drop some knowledge, come check us out, and uh, yeah, Twitterless Steve will always put out his uh, his articles. Go check. <laughs> Go check on those, man. Uh, you'll find the Slack channel at the bottom of that. You can find me on Twitter, Boston underscore Gapper. Uh, hit me up. But other than that, man, uh, it's Olympic week. Let's go break them fucking books. Go USA. 